I ate before I got here. Finally! Uh, well, not Woo! here. But Grapes. Almonds and a banana. Almonds no. and a banana. Are you fasting again? Listen. That, no, if I were fasting, I wouldn't have eaten anything. Well, you know what? I still consider almonds and a banana fasting. No. I had a nice bacon egg and cheese. Because I'm out on these streets. I'm out here on these streets. (laughs) Trying to be slim and trim for the summer, Jerry. Fuck slim, fuck trim. (laughs) But I did have M&M's yesterday, so. I'm trying to be fat and comfortable. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Dang. I want a bacon egg and cheese. (laughs) Yeah, find a bodega. Yeah, not around here. Yeah. Well, there actually is a couple if you walk and then walk up to where you can catch a bus. It's not really a bodega. No, it's like a corner. Catch a bus to the bodega? Where you can catch a bus. Oh, yeah, it's not really a bodega. It's close. They don't have a bodega cat, so it's not the same. (laughs) At all. All right, guys. See you on the other side. silliness my name is jerry this person over there fixing her eyebrows <laughs> is stephanie <laughs> i'm always fixing my eyebrows maybe yeah. i should go do something about that probably um but i kind of like them thick like this i don't like them thin like i used to do them like a chola anyway um so is that a bad word i don't know but it might be oh <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, I don't think it is. I don't think so either. Anyway. Funny just to hear whatever. it randomly. <laughs> anyway. Um, follow us time. across all, anyway, <laughs> across all the social media platforms. That's Twitter. Tin, nope. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. There's too many T's. Twitter, TikTok, yeah, Instagram. Um, and guess what, mom? We're on YouTube. Find Good. us at a bit of silliness. You can send us any emails to info at a bit of silliness.com. Make sure you are liking, subscribing, giving us some stars, leaving us a review. If you got to say something, say it with your chest because that's what we respect out here in New York. <laughs> Shout out to the Knicks for what they're doing. You mean losing? Cut it out. Anyway. Man, you let's get into the truth. <laughs> My Mets are losing. The Knicks are losing. Like, Jesus, it's not a good. It's not a They're, good listen, they got kind of far. Relax. Gosh, calm down. Who went far? The Knicks. Yeah. Wow. What kind of garbage underdog team. liker garbage are you? Garbage team. Jerry, they got the farthest garbage that they've been team. for, like, since before I was born. Garbage not that long, team. but you know what? That's not true. They were farther in 99. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, they made the championship. <laughs> Why is everybody like, oh, this is the farthest they've been since like 1980-something? Who the hell said that? Does nobody know math? I don't know. <laughs> I could just be making stuff up. You could be. I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of basketball lately. So have I. Yeah. It's fun. Just watched the Celtics win last night. I was on my way home from Brooklyn last night, so I couldn't I saw that game start, but I couldn't um I didn't watch the whole game. But anyway. So every now and then every like these random thoughts <laughs> pop pop in my head, but it's always like the same random thoughts. So are they really random? No. What do you think? At this point, if they're the same thing over and over, they're really not that random. But they happen at random times. That's more. That's better. 
All right. For the association so, of randomness. Got it. So this week, the reoccurring random thought that came and popped into my head was mortality. Your own or and as a whole? Society as just everything as a whole. Well, let's just let's just go with let's just go with humans for right now. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to. So human I don't mortality. Dive into that. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get into like animals and plants and everything else. Solar That's systems. Too much for right now. Yeah. No. The mortality not, of solar systems. Let's not go there. Eventually, so, the star will blow up and consume us all. Don't tempt me with a good it time. It expands. I think it gets as far as Jupiter. Our star is supposed mm-hmm. to get in its expansion before it starts pulling itself inwards and becomes a nice little supernova. If only. But anyway. Yo. I digress. Yeah. Far. So. <laughs> so. I And I always tell my mom this too. From the second that we are conceived, mm-hmm. we are dying. We're living, it's a paradox. We're living and dying at the same time. Well, the theory is you're living until you're 26, and then after 26, you start heading downwards. I've been heading downwards since I was like 12. (laughs) I think that's your own personal mortality, though. (laughs) But, like, it's, it's such a crazy concept to be living your mm-hmm. life and yet deteriorating at the same time because that's that's what's happening we're like maybe not so much as adults but when we're kids we're growing mm-hmm. like you grow in your mom's womb and then you're growing when when you pop out and you you can you're you know you're growing you're constantly growing and even as adults like you're growing emotionally and not oh, really we're getting existential now just <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> This, these are the thoughts that keep me up at night, other than grapes. Um, but I'm never going to die. How we're, it's just, it boggles my mind that we are, like I said, we're, we're growing, we're living, we're doing our things, we're, go, we're going through life, we're doing all of the things. But at the same time, we're basically walking towards our death. And furthermore, that death can happen at any second. Mm-hmm. And we do not know when that's going to happen, how it's going to happen. So we just like go about our lives. Do, do you think about this or is this just a Stephanie thing? Uh, I think about portions of it. I don't think I think about it in the same way that you do from what you're explaining. Explain. So forever, my thought process when it comes to death isn't <clears throat> limited to the idea of it is an end. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe the death is the conclusion of life. I believe it's mm-hmm. the extension of life. I believe mm-hmm. the death is another stage to the life that we have. Because if you think about it, we're born because our parents decided to meet, have lovely intercourse, and create us. Mm-hmm. And we come from those things coming together. So basically, out of nowhere, something has spawned and created this new life. Why is it that we have to believe that just because we end up dying, it means that's an end versus a continuation on a different plane or a different existence? And so for me, it's not that I have the existential crisis of mortality. I have the existential Mm -hmm. crisis of, shit, I'm going to be gone from here. How is everybody going to handle that? Is everybody going to be all right if I leave now versus if I leave in 20 years? Mm-hmm. Those kind of things end up driving my mind more than just the thought of death itself. Like, I don't, I don't hold on to the belief in heaven or hell. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm going to end up going down or up, depending on what I've done mm-hmm. here. I think more mm-hmm. that I'm going to continue on to whatever the next stage of this existence is. Like, mm-hmm. we're energy, man. We're souls. I Can understand our souls that. But just pass away. 
maybe I'm thinking more of like physically. Yeah, I think you are. And that's why I'm I'm it crosses my mind a lot. Um but I I still don't Would you want to know when you're going to die and how you're going to die? No. Why not? Cuz it serves no purpose. Then all I'm going to be thinking about is that and when it comes. Or I'm going to try to think of a way to prevent that from coming. Mm-hmm. Like imagine if you knew you were going to die to a car crash and that was your end. Would you ever ride in a car again? Yes, I would. I'm not walking anywhere. <laughs> yes. So you don't know because... when, but you know how. Let's, let's go with that theory. You don't know when, okay. but you know how you're going to die. Mm-hmm. In some way, we're still human. Humans want to live as long as possible. So mm-hmm. we'll find our way to do stuff to not have to be in the situation that will cause our death. Don't you think so? More than not? Um, yeah, I do think so. But at the same time, like, let's say if it was a car accident, like I said, I'm not. I didn't say a car accident. I'm not going to not get it. No. What's the difference? I didn't say you had to be in the car for it to happen. I just said a car crash had to happen. Either way, it's an accident. Somebody's going to hit me on purpose. Man, this world. I mean, they could. Never know. (laughs) But I guess, yeah, then it wouldn't be an accident. (laughs) Um, Would I? I mean, I probably would try and change it. Yeah. But ultimately, that would just reset everything and I would just die a different way. And then I wouldn't know again. So I just messed up one of my wishes. Oh, okay. So you think if you know. If you were to know how you were going to die and when you were going to die and you attempted Mm -hmm. to prevent it, that you would just be reset. So you think this is final destination where death is still going to come for you no matter what. So knowing doesn't matter. No. So then the knowing of when and how was always a lie. It wasn't a lie because you could have continued doing the things that you were doing and just know. But it's a lie. Because if death is, is because if death is still coming, then the way that it comes is never the truth of what you've been told. It is the truth, but you have changed the trajectory of what happened. Why? Why did you change it? Because you don't want to die that way. No, no, but why do you believe So now you death it? has Who says you have? Because because if Because you know? Who says your knowledge of what you know is exactly how death will portray it? Nobody okay, knew so that those, car accidents that those are wood not... planks coming off the, the back of that truck would end up hitting that car in that way, causing the accidents behind it. I do are not drive by you... behind trucks <laughs> yeah, that way, by the destination. way. <laughs> Destroyed all that for everybody. <laughs> um, that wasn't even the well, first car, one. Well, car accidents... Ah. <laughs> uh. Car, and I think that was like one of the better ones too. Yeah. Car, so car ac- car crashes are not good examples because because I said so. <laughs> so let's say <laughs> let's say it's it's an airplane. I I don't know that I'd ever get on an airplane again. Oh, you're just talking about it's not a good example because it's something you would want to do anyway. <laughs> yes. And because airplanes <laughs> yes. are more preventable because it's not something you would have to do every day. Yeah, yeah, like if I wanted to go away, that's I not can, the way this shit works. Know. You're gonna die when you cross a street. You're gonna stop yourself from crossing a street. Then I'm never gonna cross a street again. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. No, but like, that's exactly the point. If, what if death? You're you're thinking about death is gonna give you an ultimatum of here's the crazy scenario that you're gonna die in. What if the scenario yeah. that you're gonna die in is the most simple thing possible? You're gonna die because of a knife. Are you gonna prevent yourself from using a knife? So no, why would I want to know? I would no. never want to know how I'm going to die because most deaths are simple. I'm gonna, you're going to die because of heart disease. Fuck! I can never eat anything again. <laughs> like, so would you? What if the answer to is you're going to die? Would you rather answer? know how long do I have? Mm-mm. No, no stipulation on questions of time. 
just I mean, it doesn't matter what your death is. Exactly. Would you stop fighting because you got cancer the first time? What if that's not the yeah. one you're going to No. Because that's not the cancer <laughs> you're going to die cancer. from. That's not the cancer you're going to die from. I don't like these variables. It, but that's the thing. That's the reason that to me, knowing what you're going to die of makes absolutely no sense. Because in the long run, how it happens is whatever way it wants to happen. Death is mm-hmm. death, man. Comes for us all. So if you had to pick one, you would pick which one? Knowing when or how? You have to pick one. When? Because then I'll know how long I have, at least. Mm-hmm. And when it approaches, I'll know that my end is near. Now, on that day, mm-hmm. would you do nothing? Like, just stay home, let's say? Depends on what that day is. I have so many years that I've built up before that day. If I have years, mm-hmm. and I will figure out when then. I can't answer that honestly now because I don't know. Because if it's coming from me, no matter what I decide to do with that day, it's, gonna it's happen. coming for me. What if it's an airplane crash? And well, I don't know how. Because you're not on that airplane crash. I know you don't know how. But let's say... You're supposed to die 20 years from now in an airplane crash. But because you know the date, Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I'm just going to chill at home. I guess it's the same scenario as if you know how. I'm just going to chill at home because at least at home I have, and I know that most deaths or a lot of deaths happen in the home, but (laughs) you could say at least at home there are less variables, less other people variables that can give me my death but right that thought is incorrect i know when i'm gonna die it does mm-hmm. not matter what i do to get to that date that date is set so no but matter what if it's not that was because... that's not the question that's not the question the question is <laughs> the question is well, do you want to know when so if i know when mm. it doesn't matter what i'm doing all that matters is that day is here would I prefer to be by myself? Yeah, because at least if I'm by myself, I know that my death coming isn't the cause of millions of others' deaths coming or something along those lines. Because imagine if I know when and I'm on a plane. Mm-hmm. I knew when. But everyone else didn't. And the plane crashes. Mm-hmm. My when was always up. Mm-hmm. But now I have taken 300 other people with me. Because my win is well, like it's that. not your fault. But it's not about fault. So then, it's all right. So then, would you? If you, all right, fine. So then, if you were, if that were the case, would you then still go on that trip? No. Sacrifice okay. the one for the many. But what if what if it's not on, not supposed to be on the plane? What if you're supposed to like you choke on I don't know or or somebody you're on vacation on some island and they don't tell you that there's peanuts in the freaking food that you're eating and that's how you die. Then that's how I die. I understand, but you just not you just didn't go on a trip because you thought that you were going to die in an airplane crash. No, 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 no. You no, could no. just die. In I sleep. didn't go on the trip because I wanted to prevent one of the possible outcomes. Being that other people would die with me. Not because I don't want to die in the airplane crash. It's because what if that possibility, because my death is time for a specific moment. It has to now happen around with all these other people. Mm-hmm. But I could still be on the plane and choke on something and die that way. Like there are mm-hmm. many ways that I can end up. But if I want to prevent the possibility of there being mass and I'm thinking that way, then guess what? I'm going to be in the space by myself and just let it come. I've had all the other years before it to do. If I'm going to travel, I'm going to yeah. travel the day before. I'm not going to travel <laughs> on the day. <laughs> yeah. like, I know when my death is coming. So in knowing and having that knowledge, I'm going to prepare around it. Mm. I'll be in Alaska the day of it. Just for the hell of it. What? Bears, take me. Oh my gosh. Have some I don't know that I'd want to know either. But if I had to pick, I would probably pick when as well. Like I don't want to know how I'm gonna die. Yeah. How because no, no, thank you. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna do everything I, I can. I just wanna to live it. my life 
how is no gracias. but it's like we're but but you're living your life jerry but at the same time you are dying but what is death your not, physical your mm-hmm. physical form your physical form is dying anything anything animals are the same we're not going to go into the universe but animals are the same same plants (laughs) plants are the same it's like as soon as you are created you you're on a a time clock yeah guess what that's how it works but as humans we're trying to prevent that with the idea of robots but we can't we can't physically we can't prevent the okay now we're going to switch this conversation a little bit let's have a little bit of a different conversation along are you going to bring science into yes this? i'm going to bring no no not science i'm going to bring technology into this and then okay. i'm going to link it with um the belief of spirituality and and human souls mm-hmm. so there is technology being put into place now that is creating an ability to give AI certain artificial intelligence our memories. What you do is you feed it information. You feed it mm-hmm. your experiences, your information, your your even your emotions and all of this along those lines. If we feed it enough stuff to create its own self with our makeup. Can our souls move on through it? No. Why? Because that's not what a soul is. You I think that you can you can you can explain to someone even let's let's call these AIs a someone for <laughs> argument's sake. It's not. For <laughs> argument's sake, it's not, but whatever. You can explain to someone your memories and you can explain to someone the feeling that you had during these memories and these things that happened. But that person will never be able to feel what you felt in that moment. I can tell you a story. I can tell you a story and I can I can make you laugh probably as much as I was laughing then Mm -hmm. but you weren't there you didn't express it you didn't experience it you are only laughing as a residual of what i i'm you're probably laughing more at how i'm telling the story and how passionate i am about it than remembering being able to experience and remember what that moment felt like so no matter what we feed this ai it will never be the same experience that we've had in that moment. Like, let's say childbirth. You can tell an AI... Hold on. Alexa, stop. You can tell... and Alexa goes on? (laughs) Alexa, you You can tell an AI the experience you had of childbirth and how it felt. Alexa, Alexa, stop. Wow, it's about to play issues by <laughs> Julia Michaels. Why is it still trying to play it? Dun dun dun. All right. All good. Yeah. Okay. Now that they've There's tried to take on. over, <laughs> you can explain um, childbirth to AI. You can you can even explain childbirth to another person. But they will never get it until they get it, until you do it. Okay. Here's I'm gonna give you an argument because you're 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 valid to an extent. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about explaining it to an AI. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about, you know, sitting them there with you and breaking it down to them and you coming so they understand it in that way. I'm talking about ingraining it in their code who you are and what you do and what you've done, the experiences you've had and everything you've gone through. Think about it this way, because we make this comparison a hundred times over as humans. Our brain is like a computer and Mm -hmm. our body is the same thing, almost like robots because of the neurons and the interactions and the way things work. The reason our experiences are so ingrained in us as they are is because of our touch 
because mm. of our smells, because of our taste, because of our hearing, because of all those things, they have ingrained senses into that. Imagine ingraining those kind of same understanding into a computer. My argument is you're right about the soul part. I don't think you can give it, your soul will not go into it. But can the computer itself have its own soul from being created and being given experiences to now feed off of? Can the computer now, if you give it enough experience and you give it enough understanding and you give it enough chance to growth, have what we have given ourselves an understanding of? No. I think I think souls are I think souls are subject to humans because we are we have cognition you can and yes maybe you can give that to you can download all that relax I see you getting a little I see you getting a little little excited cognition yes and we have we have bro we're not in the super fight yet (laughs) okay this is a super fight Use and and you said something. I think you said we have an an, an understanding. Like we can. What the heck did you say? Uh, depends on which part. Brain. Our brain connects to our body, creates nerves, and creates sensory sensory memories for ourselves. So it gives us an understanding of the different things we touched, felt, all this kind of stuff. Robots can't touch and smell the way that we can. The way that we can. I don't think so. Not yet. I don't like they can't make I don't I don't think maybe all right, so not yet. We're talking about right now. I'm not talking about twenty years from now no, because I could I'm, be dead. No, no, no. But that's the thing. I'm having this conversation as a long term. Let's take it out of the realm of just what's available to us right now, because what's available to us right now is infancy. It's barely anything. I still don't I still don't think that because then you can say that humans and, and animals are this the same but when no souls animals have souls animals they don't have the cognition that we have though you're taking understanding of self and ability to communicate and the way that we walk upright as the only definition of soul but there's so Mm. much more at the core of it to a soul Especially if you take back our conversation about death. The only reason we fear death to an extent is because our mortal souls are attached to that idea. How does that continue? Do we go to heaven or hell if that's what you believe? Or do we continue on to the next phases of whatever this life portrays us or gives us? So, yeah, to an extent, you're defining our souls only as ours because... We have come to give it that understanding. We have come to give it that understanding. Humans have portrayed that thought. You don't think animals, to an extent, have their own understanding of what they are and who they are and what they do? No, I think animals are very primal. We're all primal at one point or another. So if we go back, we have morality. Go back far enough. Whoa! Animals do not have animals. If animals are hungry, Mm -hmm. they will eat whatever they can get to. That's humans. That is not. That is a basic need, and it's moral to their. We as humans, that that doesn't even make it. No, no. We as humans know that it is wrong Mm -hmm. to eat other humans, regardless of how hungry we are. A lion will eat another lion if it's hungry enough. Because they don't understand that that is not correct. (laughs) You should not eat your own kind. They're like, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat you now. (laughs) Are Are there cannibals? Yeah. Are they crazy? Yes. In the long run, is it crazy to eat a human if you're really hungry? No, but, you know, that's another conversation for another time. (laughs) Anyway, if the moment calls for it, you eat the human. But you will be frowned upon when you come back to society. 
at any at any rate Souls. at any rate Souls. I still do not think I stand by what I say I do not think that you can download your soul well we already we already agreed yeah, we, we can't do that. that into an AI but I think that an AI can develop its own soul I don't think so I mean I know AIs are naming themselves and stuff like that but I don't think that Right. They can, can develop I, can I, their own soul. Can I take a minute? I'm going to ask you a question. If you want to proceed with it, we will proceed with it. If you don't, we don't have to. Mm-hmm. I just, just take me at face value. Don't. I'm not adding anything else into when it. When you say that, I'm not. I get a little nervous. I'm not adding anything else into this. I'm just. I want. I, I'm using only what's available from what we understand. Mm-hmm. If as humans. We have come to an understanding that we believe in a higher power, a God, mm-hmm. who created us in his image to some extent and mm-hmm. molded us and put us out here for the world. If we do the same thing to robots, and basically we are the gods of these robots, and no, no, just take it at face value, and basically we are doing this, could you not see a point that if they are given enough time to grow within themselves that they could develop the idea of having their own souls different from what we understand to have our own souls. Well, when you put it like that. (laughs) That's why I said I want you just to take it at face value. I don't want you to, I don't want to put anything else into it. I'm just, take the idea Mm -hmm. just at its core from the basics of what we know for ourselves and what we're now doing for another group in another way. Like we're creating robots that could eventually end up having their own thoughts and their own spirituality in their own way by creating mm-hmm. systems that have forms of understanding in naming themselves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I understand what you're saying. So maybe maybe I'm caught up on the idea of what a soul is. Mm-hmm. Because because of my religious affiliation. Mm-hmm. And that maybe that's what I'm having trouble with and why I'm thinking no, animals don't have souls and neither can a, a robot. But if we for AI and robots Reevaluate, reevaluate what a soul, quote unquote, for them would be. Then, maybe I'd, I'd be like, okay. See that you know? that's a scary proposition, because in the grand scheme of things, just the idea that we have created something that we could eventually have to argue with about the point of their belief on what their soul is versus what our understanding has developed over time to be our souls mm-hmm. is terrifying. And I won't be around here for it. <laughs> yeah, thankfully. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> Wait, but I mean, we've been arguing. Let, let's put it this way. Humans have been arguing about religion for God knows how long. Right? Yeah, God so, does know. We can argue. <laughs> we can argue. Yeah. Um, but at the at the end of the day, and, and let's bring this full circle, mm-hmm. robots are going to deteriorate past their, like, they're not going to work all the time anyway. We see that now with, with things that we have. S- stop it. You're, do- you're, you're getting all comfortable again. <laughs> yeah, because what, gonna, how did this all start in this conversation? Take, what did you fear about your human body? It breaking down. <laughs> yes. That's what I said. Let's bring it full circle. Robots are, I mean, they're going to, la- obviously they're, you know, machinery. So they they last longer than what a human might or does, mm-hmm. can. So, okay. But eventually they do break down as well. So we're all in the same dang boat. We're all, all once we're created, <laughs> we're all just working towards, towards the end, our death. 
and and our deterioration. Let's not say that our deterioration, our physical deterioration, our end result, whether we have a soul or not. And I think that that idea is bonkers because I'm just <laughs> going through my life, just doing, going to work, going to the gym, talking to people, doing like, mm. but at some point, it all stops, and it all, and it's for everybody, and it's just. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm. But whoa, whoa, I'm going to freeze myself. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because once I thaw, I'm going to be deteriorating again. Unless you put your brain in a robot. That, no, because then my physical body will be deteriorating anyway. Anyway. But... This like these are the things that go through my head, and now you brought on this whole AI with the soul thing, so I'm now I'm just gonna have to put that into the, into the, the mix as well. You're gonna have to add that. Oh to the my goodness, we're we're traveling down a really scary plane with this whole AI thing. I agree and I disagree because it's scary because it's brand new, and we do that all the time. We get scared of things that we haven't fully grasped or understand yet. Mm-hmm. What we're traveling down is the normal progression of what was eventually going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's just we're stuck in viewing the infancy of it all. So we're going to be scared by more of it because we're seeing all the errors before we can see the final result. We're not going to get to see mm-hmm. the final result. We're just going to see the stages that develop before that. Like with this writer strike and them wanting more money and making sure the chat GPT doesn't come in to write shows for them. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. the actor strike is coming soon. Like, that's going to be another strike that probably is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Producers are going to strike, too, because they want to make sure they have their cut. Like, there's a lot of things happening right now to try to prevent what's coming down the road. AI mm-hmm. has is here, and it's starting to do stuff. And now, <laughs> humans really, are trying to like, defend their spot. It reminds me of iRobot, and I'm telling you, they're going to take over, and I'm not, I'm not wanting to be around for it. So, somebody's going to have to forever sleep me. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so yeah. We're just living to die, to be quite honest. We're living, and it's like, oh, live your life, die. live your life. But we're we're dying. What do you mean, <laughs> live your life? <laughs> oh, well, you know how it is. Everything's connected. Everything is connected. And on that note, <laughs> let's move on to our connection section because I this this will just keep keep unraveling for me. Oh yeah, so we'll keep spiraling on this one. All right, so. You know the drill. Pick a card. Any card. One, two, or tres. Uh, mm, I knew how to say it in Korean, but I don't anymore. One. How do you say it in, how do you say it in German? One? Know. Okay. Do I look German? Nine. That's just no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Number one. <clears throat> What has been your earliest recollection of happiness? Don't shake your head like that. Me, 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 me. <laughs> uh, my earliest recollection of happiness mm. would probably be Friday nights with my mom wa- sitting together watching uh, the Friday night ABC lineup. TGI Friday. Mm, I used to love that. Oh, God. We sit there together. It was like Friday. what? Full House... Um, full family matters. family matters, Boy Meets World, and Step by Step. Why don't I remember? Like, Step by Step sounds familiar, but, but Step by Step got interchanged with another show. I don't remember what the other show was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it just you and your mom, just or was it mom? you and like your siblings? No, my siblings weren't born until it was like eight and a half. And by that point, TJF wasn't as dominant. It was between like six mm. and eight, where I used to sit there and watch it with her. Mm-hmm. Every Friday night, TGIF. I used to love TGIF. Mm-hmm. 
I would I would have like uh, TV dinners when I was younger on Fridays every Friday and watch <laughs> and watch um, and watch the TV roll me. by. <laughs> All right, my turn. I'm gonna go with Trace <laughs> number three. Trace. Numero tres. What do you crave more of? What do I crave more of? I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little vulnerable here. Oh, vulnerability. You know I'm not comfortable with vulnerability at all. She craves more love. But <laughs> I crave yes, I crave more affection actually. Um love love and affection. Yuck. But <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> No, I crave more affection. Um, and I like my my um like. Do you know what your love languages are? I have no fucking idea. I'm gonna send you the no, link so you touch. can take so you can take the quiz. Okay, and what's like the runner up? Uh, I don't remember what the other ones are. It's not affirmation. I don't really give a shit about affirmation. Hmm. There's quality. T- there's physical touch, quality time, mm-hmm. words of affirmation, um, gifts, and acts of service. It might have been words of affirmation because the other okay. one. I don't give a shit so, about gifts or acts of service. Gotcha. I prefer to do acts of service than get. get. Okay. Yeah. Um. So my, in my last relationship, um. It used to be, my love languages used to be, um, having a brain fart right here, acts of service, mm-hmm. because I did everything by my damn self, like everything. Um, so for this and podcast, gifts. we do it together. Yes. And <laughs> gifts. Um, but we, you know, I've already said like, you could give me a really cool rock and I'd be happy with that. Now, I think because for so long I've been away from people like mm-hmm. more than arm's distance um it is physical touch and quality time mm-hmm. so now i find that when i don't have quality time with people like let's say if my mom and i are supposed to watch a movie and things happen and we can't watch the movie mm-hmm. i feel really like i'm really let down <laughs> so <laughs> and it's very strange because i was i've never been like that and i don't i generally don't like hugs and people touching me mm-hmm. but now i do i don't know what happened i really don't it's pandemic happened. you were so far away from people yeah, not able but... to touch them as much it's like you crave what you lost for so long and what you could have gotten easier before now you want some true that. but i was before my for the pandemic i was always with my family like i didn't i li- literally lived down the block so i was always here you were like, but you weren't you know it's true i mean it, it was a little different but um so yeah i i definitely crave um affection and connection now mm-hmm. um and i find that when i don't get that i get really sad oh okay say it and I don't know how I feel about that. Well, because it's a natural then it kind of, but then if but but then it feels like my uh, feeling of content is wrapped around someone else giving me something. Well, it might be there for right now, as you receive it, and then you'll progress on to something else that you need, and not want that as mm. much. I prefer touch. I've always, like, that's been my one thing. I prefer mm-hmm. that because it's just comfort for me. Like, mm-hmm. I like to feel that kind of connection. So in every relationship, that's always been it. So I wonder for me if my, because I think it's strange that my love language is switched. It is. It's a little odd because usually they stick to whatever they are. They just stay. So I wonder for me if 
maybe I was just so repulsed in my last relationship that Probably. I was like, don't touch me. Yeah. Um, and it was always physical touch and quality time because I was also suffocated in my last relationship, as you very well know. Um, it could just because be I that also... you wanted those things previously and weren't getting them in the way you wanted them. And now that you are True. able to, you're more comfortable with the idea of receiving them. True. So that could have always been what you wanted, what your comfort and what your love languages were. Mm-hmm. Just you were not receiving them appropriately. Mm-hmm. And it was causing this feedback loop where you don't Sh- want them. Shift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so affection. Affection. I guess love. Affection. What do you create more of? Affection. (laughs) Anyway. Pick a card, any card. One, two, three. Tree. Numero tres. Copycatter. Um, What would your younger self not believe about your life today? All my Oof. toys. <laughs> really? Yeah. And all the fucking comic books I have. Yeah. I don't know. I was the problem was I was very adult for my younger self. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm being more of a child now than I was when I was a child. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if anything that I now have would be something then my younger self would be like, oh my God, look what you got. Hmm. (laughs) Okay. Um, It's weird. Okay, my turn. I'm going to go with number two. I think that's strange though. Number two. (laughs) See. Have you changed your mind about anything recently? See. Yes, I have. (laughs) And is it something not involving our relationship? <laughs> um, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes and God. no. Um, I've decided that I, and I'm still still struggling with this. I feel like I answered this question already. Um, that I'm just going to live my life for me mm-hmm. and not take into account what other people think is right for my life or not okay um which i also struggle with because um i feel like people are gonna judge no matter what Mm -hmm. and everyone is always gonna give their opinion and i find that i internalize that all the time yeah that's not good so i have to find a way to not internalize stuff like that it's a process. Like someone can say something very flippantly and I will remember it. I'll give you an example. In the eighth grade, Julian Hernandez told me that I was uptight. Clearly, so you tied I your still butt remember a little that. tighter <laughs> and went, screw you, Julian. No, I took that and I buried it and Deep down? it's still in me. Deep down. Not that deep because it's it's just I just word vomited it. Yeah, you gave us a full name. I really hope you're not listening, Julian. Whatever. But Julian, she's not uptight. She's just tight. Particular. I'm done. No. Are you picking another card or am I going to wax that ass in a super fight? You really got to <laughs> stop saying that. Like, seriously. That does not need to become a thing for our super fights. Because it really doesn't happen. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to... Wow. I'm going to pick another card. Oh, you're going to pick one more? And then we're going to... Oh, yeah, what you got? I'm going to pick the last one we have. But I put it in number three position because there's three siblings and I like the number three. But anyway, don't don't look at me like that. Just, just so the card says mm-hmm. it's a wild card. Mm-hmm. And it says, reminder, be more interested. And I guess this could be for everybody, mm-hmm. not just for us. 
Be more interested in understanding others than being understood. It's a difficult thing for humans to do. Probably one of the most difficult things for humans to do. Because we want to always be understood. True. Um, I think that goes with like, listen to, to understand and not listen to respond. Yeah. Um, and that's something that, that I tried to respect. practice. Um, a lot of people don't practice that though. Because it's hard for a lot of people because they want their side to be out there. They want their, they want to be able to feel like they communicated what that was on their mind. Instead of just listening. But how can you communicate properly if you don't know what the other person is trying like to express? Like I said, they want to communicate what's on their mind. That's where the fault lies. Yeah. The fault lies in that we choose to want to just say our side of things. So when we choose that, we stop understanding where the other person may be coming from. Hmm. Because we just want to get out what we want to get out. People should practice listening intensely. Intensely? Intently. Than speaking. They should. Anyway. But you're asking people to take conversations that are usually spawned from arguments. Because most of these situations we're talking about when people are having a dispute, that's when they don't listen or want to get themselves across. So you're asking them to listen to the other person. And sometimes what the other person is doing is breaking them down rather than expressing their actual feelings. And Mm. when someone is breaking you down, you want to respond to that so that you don't feel as destroyed with every sentence that they're making. True. So it's, it's, it's difficult. If two people could just communicate what they are feeling without spewing into it what they think the other person is, then the ability to listen would be a lot easier because you don't feel attacked. Maybe I just should be an AI. Anyway. <laughs> God anyway. damn. Um, I'm gonna pick your cards. You're, We're gonna do this a little different. What? Well, like I, I have, I have the two two piles. Uh huh. So each of the piles, if this is your first time listening, one has a character card. We are in the super fight portion of our. Podcast. Welcome to super fights. And we have two piles. Two piles. You've never been here. Not three. One. There are three cards. Not four. No, just two. Just two. Nope, just two. Two piles, three cards each pile with one character card in each pile and two attribute cards. Normally, I allow Jerry to pick which side he gets. (laughs) I'm not going to do that today. I'm going to pick for Jerry and I'm going to pick the left side for you. All right. So you're going to read your side. And if this and if this is trash, then I am going to be very upset altogether. Okay. Um, Lay it on me, Sparky. So, what did I say you get? The left side. Okay, so I have the right side. Uh-huh. And I'm just, we should just end this right now. <laughs> have you seen so, both of them already? I have. Oh, um, this is not I am an octopus. Okay, you're not. Well, I just, I just flipped, after I saw mine, I flipped yours over. Oh, okay. That's why I'm like, this is, All right, you're not it octopus. doesn't even make sense. I'm an octopus with no depth perception, which sucks because octopus octopi are actually very intelligent, but I'm inside a giant hamster ball. (laughs) All right. Give me mine. You are a Spartan. Okay. That can create a hologram of yourself. Ooh, yeah. Go on. Mm Mm-hmm. And you are also 10 stories tall. Oh, oh, finally. Hello. Welcome. We to are the Smackdown. Sparta. 
I took someone's advice uh-huh. and did the, did it this way. Uh-huh. Like picked your your pile. Oh, was somebody for com- you? Wait a second. Was somebody communicating with you and saying, "If you want Jerry to lose, you need to do it this way"? <laughs> Who is this traitor? They said. Who is this heathen that has decided <laughs> to speak up against me in this manner? Name them. Name them here on this podcast. I'm not name dropping. No, name no. them. Name no. them. No. Anyway, which one of anyway, your friends was said... it that decided to communicate this treachery? They said this treachery. This is what they get for like, going against you. Get some. The man. <laughs> they go. You have really bad luck, Steph, in uh-huh. in this whole thing. So, and I'm like, yeah, I know. So. I always get the freaking animals. And they said, maybe, uh-huh. maybe what you should do is. After you set up the cards, pick for you. Like yeah. pick whichever side instead that makes of all the none of the sense in the world. Because your luck all is... the none of the sense. Yeah, because your luck's still on you. <laughs> uh. This is terrible. Okay, first, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop for one second. Let's just let's just stop. Okay, we're gonna take one second in this. One second. Give me the floor for about sixty seconds. Okay. You treacherous, backstabbing bastard. Whoever decided to give her a plan to go against me, to come at me and try to lay the smack down on me. This is what you get. This is what you pay for. You get a 10-story Spartan. Spartan. This is what happens. And now you will listen to this and listen to me berate and obliterate your friend, my friend, Stephanie. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You have go ahead, do your worst because whatever. Even if you you do nothing, been squished. I'm just gonna step on the ball. I'm just I'm just gonna yeah. step on the ball. I mean, just literally ten stories tall. My Spartan shoes are gonna go kaplink onto the ball <sighs> and squish your um octopus hamster ball. Hamster yeah. ball. Octopus. I mean. Even if I rolled around in my, like, even if I made the hamster ball roll around, you're so large that it wouldn't matter. And you wouldn't go after the right one because the hologram would fake you out. (laughs) And I wouldn't even be able to get, I wouldn't even be able to get anywhere because I have no depth perception. So. None. (laughs) So I shall continue oh, now. My God. You heathen that has spoken up against me. Shut your mouth and do not <laughs> do this again unless you ever unless you have the guts to present yourself in front of me. In front of me. I give you, sir or madam, whoever this was, I give you full authority to come on here. And I dare you, dare you to fight me in this super fights arena. I dare you. Gutless. Heathen. Okay, I'm done. And on that note, (laughs) that was the worst loss. Ever. There was no way that I could have fought. No way with nothing. You were in a freaking ball. <laughs> and I hope that there's water in that. Ha- Actually, those hamster balls have holes. Yeah, so do. I would just die. Uh-huh. Your tentacles will get stuck. Oh my god. Oh, this was lovely. This was the best super fights yet. Oh. For next week, I'm going to come out with the tally on who's won so far from our declarations. You don't have to do that. You don't have to yeah, do, I'm that. Gonna do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Because this is Super Fight number 13, I think. And next week, you don't have next to do week that at all. will be Super Fight 14. And if you're following us on YouTube, you will know that we are posting twice a week all the Super Fights until we catch up. Until we are up to date. So this week, Saturday, a new Super Fights will be up for you guys after Wednesday. Wait, but who's going to tally the wins? Because... You're biased. No, 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 no. On each one, we declare who won. We always do that, and we do it fairly. I think Every, you declare who no, wins. No, 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 no. I sometimes. All right, fine. All right, all right, all right, all right. You're right. You're right. Most of the time, we agree. Don't try this. Now. I'm just trying to get around. Yeah, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> just know that for this time, somebody gave you bad advice, 
and tried to go against me. I'm going to call that person right after we, we finish. And I'm going to be like, And I'm going to be honest. I think it was you, Joey. I think it was you. It wasn't Joey. <laughs> Just calling you out, Joey. Just call uh, Damn, needs man. She needs, she needs a compadre. She may need to get some backup for next week's super fight. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Anyway. Make sure you're following us to stay along with all the sillies across all social media platforms at a bit of silliness. Send us an email to info at a bit of silliness dot com. I was going to keep going, but I decided not to. As Jerry said, make sure you are going to our YouTube channel, checking out all of the postings that we're doing there. We actually have on top of the super fights that we're posting, we do have exclusive content on there as well, which you'll only find on our YouTube page. Until next week, when we talk about Ted Lasso. Did you see the episode? Mm-hmm. You did? Okay. So it's a pretty good one. Um, from what I remember. I don't know. Anyway. Until next week. <laughs> Bye. Peace.